London is on high alert as more than 11,000 officers prepared for troll the streets for King Charles' coronation. More details on the security operation happening now. I'm Brooke Holes with your World Headlines. Russia has accused Ukraine of a failed attempt to assassinate President Vladimir Putin in a drone attack. Gunfire in Atlanta at a local medical facility, killing at least one woman and wounding others. Tigger's US correspondent Ronica Dudo live with breaking developments. A massive manhunt is underway for the gunman who allegedly shot one person dead and wounded four others. I'm Veronica Dudo live in New York and I'll have that story coming up. An elderly cyclist is drowned, swept away by floodwaters as torrential rain lashes Italy's northern region. Today, the FOMC raised its policy interest rate by a quarter percentage point. And Jerome Powell has announced the U.S. has lifted interest rates to their highest level in 16 years. Those details next. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park to the world, this is Ticker News. Hello to our viewers around the world. It's great to have your company. Brick Holes with you this hour. First two news that's developing now. Russia has accused Ukraine of a failed attempt to assassinate President Vladimir Putin in a drone attack. Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky has denied Kyiv has any involvement in this incident. Zachary Goldman reports. Russia on Wednesday accused Ukraine of a failed attempt to assassinate President Vladimir Putin in a drone attack on the Kremlin and vowed revenge. Kiev denied any role in the alleged strike. Video appears to show a flying object nearing the Kremlin's domed spires before exploding. Reuters has been unable to verify the footage. The Kremlin said Russia reserved the right to retaliate, and Russian hardliners demanded swift retribution against Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky. In a statement, the Kremlin said, quote, two unmanned aerial vehicles were aimed at the Kremlin as a result of timely actions taken by the military and special services with the use of radar warfare systems. The devices were put out of action. It said fragments of drones were scattered in the Kremlin grounds, but there were no injuries or damage. Putin himself was safe. Why would they accuse Ukraine of this at this moment? <laughs> it would be very interesting to hear your thoughts on this alleged attack. At a news conference with leaders of Scandinavian nations in Helsinki on Wednesday, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky denied his country tried to kill the Russian president and suggested going after Putin was the job of an international court. You know, I, I can repeat, repeat this message and I think it will at least will be understandable for, for everybody. We don't attack Putin or Moscow. Are we fight on, on our territory. We are defending our villages and cities. We don't have, you know, enough weapon for this. That's why we don't use it any, anywhere. For, for us, that is the deficit. We, we can't spend it. And we didn't attack Putin. We leave it to tribunal. Wednesday's purported strike is not the first time Moscow accused Kiev of launching drones into territory it controls since Russian forces invaded Ukraine more than a year ago. Last week, the Russian-installed mayor of Sevastopol in Russian-occupied Crimea blamed a fire at a fuel depot on Ukrainian drone strike. On Wednesday, smoke was seen billowing from another fire in the Crimean port of Krasnodar, which Russian authorities said was hit by a Ukrainian drone. Ukraine typically declines to claim responsibility for attacks on Russia or Russian-annexed Crimea, 
though Kiev officials have frequently celebrated such attacks with cryptic or mocking remarks. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken on Wednesday said he cannot validate Russia's accusation that Ukraine tried to assassinate Putin in a drone attack and added he would take anything coming from the Kremlin with a, quote, large shaker of salt. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken says he can't validate Russia's accusation that Ukraine had tried to kill Putin in the drone attack. He told media he would take anything the Russian presidency said with a very large shaker of salt. Let's see. Uh, we'll see what, uh, what, what the facts are. Um, and it's, it's really hard to comment or speculate uh, on this without really, uh, really knowing what the facts are. More generally, uh, as I've said and as we've said, when it comes to Ukraine, which is under daily assault, uh, and not just its incredibly courageous military forces, but its citizens, its men, women, and children being assaulted on a daily basis by this Russian aggression, being bombed out of their homes, their apartments, and their streets, children killed, families torn apart. Well, we leave it to Ukraine to decide how it's going to defend itself. Blinken was attending a World Press Freedom Day event when protesters interrupted his talk to demand freedom for WikiLeaks' Julian Assange. In particular, I'm curious whether you've uh, been able to talk Excuse us, we can't use this day without calling for the freedom of Julian Assange. The Biden Stop the extradition request of Julian Assange. Two hours and not one word. Take it easy, take it easy, take it easy, guys. Not one word about journalist Shireen Abdul-Akhli, who was murdered so, by so, the we're, we're here to celebrate freedom of expression, and we just experienced it. Let me, let me continue, uh, uh, Mr. Secretary, to, to ask you about Evan Gershkovich and your efforts to get him free. Well, first. A suspected gunman remains on the loose in Atlanta after an active shooter situation inside a building left at least one person dead and four others injured. For more, let's bring in Tigger's US correspondent Veronica Dudo live for us in New York. Veronica, what's the latest here? Hey there, Britt. Well, extremely tense moment in Georgia this afternoon where a gunman opened fire inside of a medical center's waiting room. Police say that the suspect, 24-year-old Dion Patterson, arrived with his mother. His mother was uninjured, but instead a 39-year-old woman was shot and killed and Four other females were also wounded and then taken to a local hospital. Take a listen to the doctor who was working on the critical cases, what he had to say. The four that were brought here, three are critical. One is still in the emergency department. The others are upstairs being treated. Two in the operating room and one in what's called interventional radiology. Now a massive manhunt is underway for the suspected gunman. Now he is considered to be armed and dangerous. There is a $10,000 reward being offered that leads to his whereabouts. And again, if anybody comes into contact with him, police are asking them to call 911 immediately. Britt? Veronica Dudo, thank you for those developments. 
Torrential rain is lashing Italy's northern region. The extensive flooding has killed at least two people and local reports say an elderly cyclist has drowned when he was swept away by these floodwaters. The body of a man aged around 70 was also found in a house that collapsed in a nearby village. The fire brigade has carried out around 400 rescue operations, evacuating dozens of people. The rain follows months of drought, which raised concerns about the low water level in Italy's largest river. The U.S. Fed Reserve has opted to raise interest rates by 25 basis points. This is the highest level that interest rates have gone to in the U.S. in more than 16 years. Fed Chair Jerome Powell did signal this could be the final rise for some time, as the central bank wants to give officials time to assess the impact it may have on inflation. Today, the FOMC raised its policy interest rate by a quarter percentage point. Since early last year, we've raised interest rates by a total of five percentage points in order to attain a stance of monetary policy that is sufficiently restrictive to return inflation to 2% over time. Powell also touched on the fallout from recent bank failures and the resilience of the system over the past few months. Conditions in that sector have broadly improved since early March, and the U.S. banking system is sound and resilient. We will continue to monitor conditions in the sector. We're committed to learning the right lessons from this episode and will work to prevent events like these from happening. Well, stay with us right here at Ticker News. We've got more coming up right after this short break. You're watching Ticker News. More news is just minutes away.